0: welcome to wednesdays with winnie the podcast that covers well quite a lot from fallacies and grad parties to aquinas aristotle friendships and even subway cookies my hope for you is that you can sit back relax learn a little laugh a little or a lot and come away with a lot more knowledge without further ado let's get into the episode Welcome back to another episode of Wednesdays with Winnie. As I'm recording this episode, it is actually not Wednesday, it's Thursday, so we were a little late this week, but better late than never. (laughs) This week, uh, you guys might hear below me, but it's kind of loud, our next door neighbors are playing music, or our below us neighbors, very loudly, so I apologize for any background noises but this week's episode is going to be on mormons and christians and some of the the key theological differences between the two this was actually a very fun episode for me to research because a lot of these things like i feel like i'd heard a lot about the mormon church and different theological doctrines and how it was different from christianity but i hadn't really had any hard research done like I hadn't really looked into it. So this all of these things are very interesting for me to learn about. So I'm just going to start by going through some key theological differences and comparing how Christianity is similar or different to these doctrines. And before I get into that though, I want to start by just giving a little bit of a backstory on the Mormon church who kind of founded it and who were the leaders of it so mormonism was founded by a man called joseph smith joseph smith was born in 1805 and he published the book of mormon at 24 and he said that what led him to do this was in 1820 he was praying in a forest near his home and god and jesus appeared to him and told him his sins were forgiven and that contemporary churches had turned aside from the gospel and then in 1823, he said he had another vision from an angel where the angel led him to a golden book with history about an ancient civilization. And he said that, and he claimed to have translated this book. Um, and also it's important to note, no one else ever saw this book except for him. And there's no original or actual manuscripts of it in the dialect he claimed to have translated it from. So he translated this book and that book became the Book of Mormon and one of the key books that founded Mormonism. And he's also classified as a prophet within the Mormon church. So now that we kind of have that founder covered, we're going to start with the Mormon and Christian view of faith. So for Mormons, faith involves believing in something that they do not know because they believe that if they knew it, there would be no need for faith. So the faith faith is a bit different than Christianity because as Christians we believe that the Bible has kind of this bond between faith and reason. They support each other and they go together and in areas in Mormonism that isn't necessarily the case. Faith is more of a blind belief than a supported belief because we know we won't ever know everything but we also have reason to place that faith in Jesus. So Mormonism is a bit more blind faith than the bible is and the bible does not call us to have blind faith it calls us to have faith so there's a key difference right there so the next one of the next main theological differences is the mormon view of gods and the ability to be immortal so mormonism believes that humans have the potential to achieve godhood if they follow mormon teachings so they believe that humans can turn into gods after they die if they are mormons and christians on the other hand believe that while jesus they believe that like while we have an immortal soul we are not gods nor do we have the potential to be gods we believe there's only one god and that there aren't when people die they don't become gods or deities or anything like that next is the views on original sins so original sin just in case any of you guys don't know what it is original sin is the doctrine where because adam sinned in the garden that sin is passed down to all humans and therefore humans are sinful through the nature of that original sin so original sin is kind of the passing down of sin Um, it's not like the sins we would go out and like, if I were to go out and lie, that wouldn't necessarily be original sin, but it's just that pre or that, um, kind of, I don't want to say adaption, but kind of that precursor to sin that we are all inclined to through original sin. So we're more inclined to original sin because of, or not to original sin, but to sin because of original sin. Before original sin, there was original justice. So original justice was the state where Adam and Eve were not sinless and they were in perfect communion with God. And when they sinned, they brought original sin into the world. And that is that sin that is passed down through them to us. And as Christians, we hold the doctrine of original sin. However, Mormons in their articles of faith say, we believe that men will be punished for their own sins and not for Adam's transgression. So that is a key difference there. They also believe that God the Father has a physical body. In Doctrine and Covenants 130 verses 22, which is one of the Mormon's foundational books, they say, The Father has a body of flesh and bones as tangible as man's. Christians do not hold that belief. They do not hold the belief that God the Father has a physical body. Well, of course, Jesus Christ was true man and true God and had a physical body. We do not believe the same about God the Father. So that element right there is very different. Another key thing, and I keep mentioning, I probably should have mentioned this at the beginning, but the four works that the Mormon doctrine is founded upon is number one, the Book of Mormon, number two, the Doctrine and the Covenants, and then a third book called the Pearl of Great Pice, and then also the Bible. However, the primary book within this is the Book of Mormon, and that is their primary authority on spiritual and religious matters. And so the Book of Mormon, Joseph Smith declared is the most correct book of any book on earth and the keystone of our religion and a man would get near to God by abiding by its precepts than by any other book. They also regard the doctrine of covenants as scripture too and they say it is a collection of modern revelations regarding the Church of Jesus Christ as it has been restored in these last days. So they believe they put into that any revelations from like Joseph Smith, Brigham Young, their president, who the Mormon Church has a president, And the president they believe is a prophet appointed by god to be in charge of their church and he is regarded as like a seer a revelator a revelator a translator and a prophet according to doctrines and covenants 107 verses 91 through 92. They also have key differing beliefs on at the afterlife. Mormonism is very much different in their beliefs. They believe in three kingdoms, the celestial kingdom, the terrestrial king- kingdom, and the telestial kingdom. So the first, the celestial kingdom, is for faithful Mormons who become gods or angels, and they believe that depending on their merit in this life, they receive a planet of according size that they get to live on. The terrestrial kingdom is for righteous people, but that are not Mormons and did not accept the doctrines of the Mormon church. And then the third, the celestial kingdom is for wicked people, but it is not considered like a hell in the same sense of Christianity. In Christianity, we have um, hell, which is a place for people who reject God. And we have heaven, which is a place where people go if they accept God's salvation so there is not, um, we also, like I mentioned before, we do not believe we become gods after we die. So that is another big difference. Mormons also believe a bit differently regarding the Holy Spirit, the Father, and the Son, and the Trinity. So Mormons hold, as far as that, Mormons hold that Jesus Christ is and the Holy Spirit are not necessarily Trinity or equal with God. They believe that the Trinity is a false notion and they view the Godhead as kind of similar to the first presidency of the church, which means they see the Father as God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit as the president's two counselors. So within the Mormon church, there's two counselors that are counselors to the president and they see God and the, or the Holy Spirit and Jesus being that. They also believe that Jesus Christ is pre existent, but that his pre mortal form was not God, which is a very theologically hard concept to consider. And it took me kind of a while to grasp and understand that. So basically, what that means is they believe that before God became, before Jesus Christ became man, he was not God. And that is kind of a hard belief to understand, but. As Christians, we believe that God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit were always in existence. There was not a time when they were not. And so all of them for all eternity, all being continuously were always God. We don't believe that when Jesus became man, he became God. He was always God. Um, And so that is like kind of a harder difference to understand. But Mormons also believe that Jesus was descended from a great star called Calab, and they deny the full deity of jesus christ so they believe that while he was god he was not always god and they believe that his form his mortal form was god but that his like after dying he was he was a god but before coming to earth he was not so that's a little bit hard to understand and even then it's still a difficult concept but as christians we believe jesus was always god and he was true god and true man so he was a fully man fully god and one and that he is one of the three persons of the trinity Joseph Smith, in regards to the doctrine of the Holy Spirit and God the Father and God the Son, said, it is a curious organization. All are to be crammed into one God according to sectarianism. It would make the biggest God in all the world. He would be a wonderfully big God. He would be a giant or a monster. And that was cited from the teachings. Other, so there's a couple of other odd Mormon doctrines that I found in researching this. And this is gonna be a shorter episode. I feel like I was talking really really fast during it. So I apologize. But those are just some main key differences, but some other interesting findings I found when researching for this that aren't necessarily theological doctrines, but were just very, very odd to me. The first is that Mormons believed That during the heavenly fight, so they consider the heavenly fight, like when the angels who fought against God, like Lucifer and those fallen angels, they believe that there was actually three groups the angels fell into. So there were the angels that fought for God, which is one of the groups, the angels that fought with Lucifer, the fallen angels. And then the third is angels that did not fight. And they believe the angels that did not fight were black people. And then they were cursed because they didn't pick a site, pick a side. And so they were cursed with black skin. And because of this teaching, the Mormon church actually didn't allow African-Americans or any people with dark skin into the Mormon church until the 90s. So in the 90s, as in the 30 years ago, 90s, um, people with dark skin were allowed into the Mormon church, but I found that a very odd doctrine to hold and just very different from from a lot of other other churches and teachings. They also practiced polygamy. And I, I feel like I could not talk about Mormonism without talking about polygamy because it was a very key part of it and its early development. And it was practiced between 1850 and 1890 and was instituted by Joseph Smith, the man I talked about in the beginning. So Joseph Smith... um put that into place. And he had over his life, he had 49 wives and some of the youngest wives he had were 14 years old. I believe he had two wives that were 14. And so the Mormon church, he encouraged other leaders within it to marry multiple wives and take on multiple wives. Brigham Smith, who was one of the prophets who came, or Brigham Young, who was one of the prophets who came after Joseph Smith had 56 wives and many higher up Mormons took on multiple wives. Joseph Smith also was recorded saying that he taught plural marriage privately as early as the 1830s. In 1830, yeah, the 1830s, when one of his followers, Orson Pratt, reported that he had told some early members in 1831 that plural marriage was a true principle, but that the time to practice it had not yet come into the church so after and in his later life it was practiced widely throughout the mormon church this was a problem because in those times the government and particularly the the republican party was very opposed to the practice of polygamy and slavery they called i believe they called polygamy and slavery two of the worst evils to happen in america and so especially going into the civil war one of the problems regarding utah was that the mormons were practicing polygamy and they did not want them to enter into the union while they were practicing this so there was a lot of issues regarding that eventually there were laws put in place outlawing polygamy and some mormons continued to do that up until the early 1900s and in the early 1900s um the current president Uh, disallowed polygamy within the Mormon church, but certain sects broke off from the church and continued to practice polygamy until the late 80s, and there are many cases of, like, abuse and a lot of people that had suffered by being forced into polygamous marriages against their will. But that is kind of a little bit about a history of the Mormon church. Some interesting findings. I would like to possibly do more of these maybe like on jehovah's witnesses or other branches of religions that are similar to christianity but certainly not christianity and because of these differences like the differences regarding the belief in G- who jesus christ was as a person and god and the holy spirit and salvation they are just not foundational christian truths and are therefore incompatible with christianity And that's why Mormons are not considered Christians, because they lack these foundational beliefs needed to be Christians. But I thought thought that was very, just very interesting and enlightening. And I hope you guys learned something from this episode. Anyways, that is all I have for you today. Have a great rest of your week and see you next Wednesday. Also, I would really like to thank Alexander for helping contribute to the podcast and for all of the help he gave me on researching with Mormons and his experiences knowing some people within the Mormon church. for listening to this episode of Wednesdays with Winnie. I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on just to let me know how I'm doing. Anyways, God bless and see you next Wednesday.